Hey y'all, it's your girl Salim. And I literally told you chitling eating bitches. The girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. Obviously, you're not that girl. Got it? (laughs) (laughs) And it's Alexis, and I am one of those chilling eating bitches. (laughs) And this is Lemonade. Lemonade and tea. Salim and Alexis, lemonade and tea from Maryland to Texas. But all around the world, everybody want to taste of the lemonade and tea. The way we take our time, we're getting better. Literally. We're getting better. So, like, do you better. eat chitlins? Chitlins, chitlins is how I say it. But I try to be proper. I do not. Okay. Have you ever, ever tried it? No, I have not. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like um, we make something that's similar to chitlins mm-hmm. because when my mother makes it, it smells like so bad. Yeah, it smells like ass. I don't, I said that I was one of those chilling and eating bitches, but honestly, I am not. Um, my auntie Savannah, RIP to her, she used to make it at um, Christmas and shit like that. But when I tell you, it's not worth it. And also, it's getting way more expensive to, like, chillings used to be, like, a very poor thing to make because it's literally the intestines of a pig. And so it's, like, throwaway shit. But now, like, I feel like chitlins are, like, expensive for what it is. And it's, like, a lot of work. You have to clean literally each fucking intestine just to make sure that, like, there's not, nothing in it. Like, and the whole cleaning process, think up the whole house. The cooking process takes forever. Like, it's just not worth yeah. it. They're expensive For something that tastes like shit. I mean, for what they are, it's expensive. Like, That's if you're going to eat somebody's booty hole, it should be pretty much free. But, like. Free, right. No, that's weird. Oh, it's only, it's just, that's just interesting to me just because, like, the history of why <laughs> it's in Black culture and why Black people do eat it. And You know what I mean? Like, that's right. wild. That is wild. If you don't know it, go look it up. Because <laughs> this is not, a, we're not doing, you know. Anyways, I'm not going to get into that. Well, how are you, Alexis? I'm good. How you been feeling? Oh. You look so good. I was telling you your makeup looks really good. And I I tell Alexis, I was like, your makeup goals? Like, she's fully just makeup goals. And she was like, I don't think... This is deadass on everything. This is what's her response. She was like, um, I don't think I'm goals, honestly. I just, I just, like, go on TikTok and then I watch, you know, a makeup look and then I decide to just do it. And I'm like, that's the whole point, babes. Like so then this that's my method. And it's not like I'm going intentionally on TikTok to try to see a makeup look. I'm just scrolling. That's a talent. I'm just scrolling and then like I'll see somebody on TikTok 
that has like and it could not even be a makeup video i'm like oh that your makeup look is pretty i'm gonna do that the next time i, I gotta do my makeup and this is how we have the shit time that's how that's do you just fish, remember when okay, the inspiration wait, wait. hits do you just remember it yeah like i think last episode i had slits in my eyebrow that's completely a tiktok thing i think the episode before that i did like moles or no like with the colored eyebrows that's a tiktok thing like you know like shit like that i'm just like okay i'll just do like a version of that or like you know like i'll have like a certain thing that i want to like play on and then i'll just play on it do you like sit down and as you're doing the makeup do you like look at the video have you downloaded did you you just do it off of memory yeah okay yeah that's called talent yeah, I would oh. like to just inform you that that is talent. I sit there. If I look at it, even if I look at like, oh, I like her makeup or I like their makeup or whoever it is, I have to download it, save it, screenshot it, rewatch the video, then go, okay, so I think that they probably did this. This might be a cut crease height. Like, bitch, I'm sitting there like doing, figuring out a whole equation. But that's, that's, that's your, I'm sorry to cut you off, Salane, but no, that's, that's the problem. You're doing it on what they did to their face. You have to do it so that it looks good on your face. Come on, tips. Come on, tips. Speak that's true. That's, that's all I wanted to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this thing. We were talking about it. Where, okay, so if you don't know, we also, we've talked about this and how we have a clubhouse where we talk about drag race. We have switched over to twitter and we do twitter spaces now um where we talk about drag race so if you would like to see that obviously follow us we do it every friday night um and so we're doing drag race uk versus the world and obviously the original drag race us so come and have fun but while we're in that room i love it when like someone will point something out and be like i just want to say Something, something, something about something crazy that happened in the episode. And then someone will say, like, just unmute and go, speak on it. And, like, for me, I'll say something and they'll be like, speak on it. And I'll be like, nope, that's, that's about, oh, I just wanted to, just wanted to, I just wanted to bring I it up. I wanted to point it out. <laughs> like, I, I didn't, didn't necessarily. I didn't really have, like, an in-depth I didn't want to like, elaborate analysis. any further than yeah. what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> so now when either of us, Alexis or I go, like, speak on it, I literally am like, that's, that's it. That's it. Just wanted, just wanted to bring it up. I didn't. I didn't really have much analysis to do on it. So there's that. But, but yeah. So again, yeah. Shout out to our uh, Twitter Spaces. Also, we are still on Clubhouse where we have um, Annie and Samira, um, who are so awesome, and they were also part of our Clubhouse group that we started a year ago, and so they're running that. So it's super, super dope. So that's cool. That's listen, listen. This is this is a great segue, and I didn't really do it very smoothly. But this is a great segue to enter into our topic that we are talking about today, which I'm very, very excited about, and it is Black people and success. Period. <laughs> so, Alexis, what was success like for you growing up, or what did you think it was? What was your definition of it? Did you think about it? What was it? Success was Oprah. In every sense of Oprah-isms. Um, Oprah being black and rich. Oprah being on every fucking television network playing all day long. Like, as a kid, like, in the living room, like, Oprah was always on. Like, it was, like, from the color purple to this, just her show to old magazine to, like, 
like everywhere you just knew growing up that like Oprah was like there was no way to get to her level <laughs> like yeah Oprah was the top of the top of like black successful women and there was no under like there was no denying like her success and like her impact and how much of a of a journey she went through to get there mm-hmm. and so like for me it was just like oh successful black women first thing that come to mind is oprah tiktoks honestly that but was... also go ahead no i will say but also like at a lower scale of success i also just view success as being rich a lot of the time um mm-hmm. because with money you can easily obtain success in like meaning like you can t- obtain like um business deals brand deals like you can become more popular if you have more money or you can have access to that type of stuff if you have more yeah. money um and so rich and success kind of went hand in hand for me as a child and so oprah kind of had both so oprah had it all fully oprah owns a lot of shit Oprah owns a fucking Oprah, network. Oprah, Oprah owns <laughs> countries at this point. So, Oprah owns schools. Oprah builds schools from the ground up. Oprah, like, the fact that Oprah was like, and uh, after my show, uh, yeah, guess what? I, I started my own network. I have, I have the own network. I have an Oprah network. Oprah Winfrey Network. And the thing is, the way that that fucking is a, is a, that acronym, O-W-N, mama, who gave her that? I wish I was just at the table and was like, listen, listen to me here, Miss Miss Winfrey. How about own the network, the Oprah network? Like, bitch, like, I wish I would have just came up with with that shit. Like, I wish I was at the business meeting and was like, O-W-N, bitch. O-fucking-W-N. It's so so good. good. It's so good. Honestly, that was kind of the same for me growing up. Like, my mom. Yes. No, kind of. Yeah. I feel like I. It's so it's so interesting because like. So like and I I speak on like the fact that I am first generation Ethiopian. And so I grew up with two different cultures. And um, it's so interesting that like. Like growing up in a house that's Ethiopian and also in. But I'm living in the country of America. I felt like I had to like learn black culture and like because I just needed to relate to things like I can't I can't really tell white people I'm not a white person mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean so I think for me it was uh Oprah was probably the first like image of like success too my mom her life was Oprah she was like she's an Oprah stan sh- my mother was an Oprah fucking st- she wanted she basically kind of in a way she kind of like wanted to praise me the way that like I don't know if this is true or not. So apparently my mom was saying that she saw she was watching Oprah one day and Oprah said that her father wouldn't allow her to get uh, like anything less than like a like anything like if she got a C or anything below that apparently like she <laughs> would get like kicked out of the house. This was a statement that my mother has told me. Do I know if it's a fact or I not? Mean, I don't know. But that that was what I say I believe Oprah was being abused. For, for I was like, her, her right. So and so, hold on. Listen, get this. So then my mom goes, <laughs> my mom goes, Salim. Um, if you come in this house with anything, if you get anything below a C, like, or if I come in with a C to this household, she's like, I'm gonna kick you out. And I was like, Well, I guess like, 
I'm going to see that day then <laughs> because I'm just not, it's just going to happen. I don't know what to tell you. Like I wasn't like, I didn't do great in school. I think also like another example of, or like the definition of success was like doing good in school. Like for me growing up, it was like, if you do well in school, like you will be successful. And that was like, that was very like, I don't know. I feel like coming up, it was very uh, kind of misleading. Like you can be great yeah. in school, but like be shit out in the real world. Or vice versa, you could be shitty in school and be and be um thriving, fucking. Oh, so did you say that? Or did, did I say that? No, I said it <laughs> both. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but no, you're right. Like thrive, be the like. I know when I tell you, I know many creatives so many are not good at school. They're not, and they thrive in the real world. Fucking, thrive. or not even and, like necessarily the real world, but like. There are taste them to where they need to be. And like yeah. they don't even have to navigate this traditional lifestyle that most people have to like like rely on of like go to school, go to college, get a good paying job, get married, have kids, die. That type of thing. Where it's yeah. like I feel like creatives and artists are like, This ain't for me. I'm gonna figure it out my own way and like let that speak for itself. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with that. But, I feel like for mm-hmm. me in school, like, I don't know if it's because I'm the youngest <laughs> of my mom's four kids, but I just felt like I was good at school. And so I don't know if it was the fact that she didn't have to worry about if I was making decent grades or she just did not give a fuck. But um, progress report, report cards, it was just like, okay, at least you're going, like, at least you're showing up. At least you're like, wow. as, at a certain point, like, she cared. Like, she was making sure that I wasn't yeah. failing. But I was never failing. So it was like, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, she knew that I was going to be okay. Or if it was like, child, I got bigger shit to worry about than this report card. Very different experience. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very different experience. Uh, my father was, I think, in general, my parents were very strict. Um on me just in general and then when it came to school they were even more strict the thing is is i like i struggled in school like elementary and like middle school i feel like being bullied like had something to do with that to be honest like i really was like fucking struggling um i would not put that past it yeah but like my parents didn't really know like the extent of like how bad the bullying was so Mm. um but then when i got to high school i got like better at doing school because I started to kind of enjoy certain things in school and whatever, whatever. But I don't know. It was just, it's very different. When I say like progress reports when they would come, my parents would know the date. They would know when report cards were coming out. My father checked like every week we had to do uh, a binder check. My dad checked our agenda books. Um, he needed to make sure like we were, and also like we were in, I was like in, co- in high school, I was in a college preparatory class. So I was an avid. So I, it's, I was doing that and my, my father was like, is your shit organized? And he would come in my room if my room wasn't clean. He was like, this isn't right. I need you to get it together. It, very different or, experience. Was your parents like, those type of like, parents that like, if you were to bring home like all A's, you'll be like celebrated or like they'll give you stuff? Like, was it ever like a reward system of like, okay, each A you get $10 or each A you get like to do whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So like you if did? I came home. Yeah, so, like, if I came home with, like, honor roll, so, like, if we came home... And it, the it many would be years me. I was on honor roll and did not get <laughs> shit, I'm triggered. <laughs> Does the school, like, give you, like, um, 
Yes, they stuff. they announced on the fucking intercom like the morning announcement. Oh, they didn't do like make... breakfast and stuff. Um, I was in like this um, this like I don't I forget what it was called, but like this like um when you make decent grades, like you get to go mm-hmm. to some type of like I for, I oh, yeah. truly forget what the fuck it was called. It'll be like um, the but I was breakfast or whatever or, like. But it wasn't got... it wasn't for honor roll. Like honor roll, you just get your oh. name shouted out on the morning announcements. But it was like this separate thing. And they gave us like it was like a more formal thing. Mm-hmm. Oh no, child. Interesting. Yeah, I mean so yeah, I mean, if we and the thing is like, I think it ended up fading out, I think, by the time made I can't I kind of feel bad for my, my youngest sister made one. <laughs> because she didn't get all the benefits that we me and Faven kind of did. Um Sucks to suck. But <laughs> um, yeah, like I remember like if I got on a roll, like we would go to like we would either go to breakfast or we would like do a dinner and we can order whatever we wanted. And yeah. And like the, the whole thing would be like the purpose of it was because we got good grades and because we did a good job. That's beautiful. That is <laughs> that is remarkable, honestly. <laughs> but the thing is, is by the time I think my parents got so used to it because eventually like all of us just were doing good in school and so by the time I was in college I was like making dean's list which to me feels way more important than fucking honor roll in high school I was -hmm. making fucking dean's list in in college and Mm -hmm. I remember like telling my parents and they were just like I think it's more so that they didn't understand it but then when I explained it to them they were just their reaction was that's great we're so great that's so great that's so awesome and I was like, y'all not going to give me nothing? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Not- I feel like my mom, like me and my sister, my sister was not the best at school. She got by. Mm-hmm. But for, for me, my mom knew that I was going to be okay. And so it was like mostly me beating myself up if I got a C. <laughs> she didn't give a fuck. <laughs> like she, I was like, I worked my ass off. Like I was, I would be the bitch complaining because I got a C, not her. <laughs> That is wild. Because I literally was just like, if I bring, it wouldn't even be for myself. I think eventually, like, by the time I got to, like, as when I was, like, a senior in high school, like, it became for myself. But, like, before that, it was because these homies was giving me fucking dinner and shit. Like, they was like, oh, we gonna take you out. Like, and it's a whole thing. And so I would do it for that reason. Which I don't, I don't, I don't know if it, like, the thing is, is I don't know if it benefits you as an adult. Like... (laughs) Yeah, I don't. That's what I was gonna say. I don't know if like yeah. me not being rewarded for my good academia have anything to do with if I would have been more successful or yeah. more driven. Hard to yeah. say. I don't. I I don't know. I mean, I still don't. I mean, at this uh, now, I don't like niggas. Don't care. They'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, "That's great." Anyways. And I was like, all right, right. Well, I'm proud of my fucking self. Whatever. But that was like, that's what was like success to me. But also it was um the more like I learned about, I think for me, like the more that I learned about like black culture in America, it, it just, it heightened in the sense of like learning about like black success, like black people and success, like became an important thing for me. I think by the time I was like a, a, in high school, like a senior in high school. Um, and of course, my go-to was who? Fucking Beyonce. Beyonce was like my, the, it was Oprah, 
Oh my gosh. Let me tell you. And this is going to be, this is going to be, the last one's going to be a little controversial. It was, um, number one was Beyonce. Oprah was number two for me. And then it was, oh no. Yeah. It was Beyonce, Oprah, Michelle Obama. And then at the time it was Tyra Banks. At the fucking time. Okay. At the time. Every, and the thing is, is everybody was watching Top Model and Tyra Show, okay? I didn't, we I didn't mean, know what we know now. Hindsight, <laughs> right? I was say hindsight is fucking twenty twenty, and we are twenty two. Don't trigger me. Don't fucking trigger me. It's twenty twenty two. We are not in that year again. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You said it. No, I was, I was just saying um, that uh, we are always fucking glued to Top Model and the fucking Tyra Banks show. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, I was like, like she was on the, the, the high list for me. If you go back like, to my Facebook. But, like, I it kind of makes pictures. sense, though. Oh. Yeah. Not the picture. Yeah. I don't want to go that into it, but it was a time. It was a time. So for me, like those were like at the time I was just like, uh, like it's so dope. Like I was like, I love that like like these black women have like talk shows and then it like made me want to be I think at some point I was like, oh my god, like I'd love to like be a black woman who has a late show. Mm. Like a late because it's only for the most part, it's been white men. And then I think, like, Chelsea Handler is, like, the only, like, woman that I know that had, like, a late night show. Yeah. There is a black woman who does have a late night show, right? Oh, I can't remember her name. But I know she does because she came from uh, The Daily Show. And she's a comedian. So she has a late show. But that's – I think that's it. I don't – I don't – there's not that many, like, black people who have, like, late night shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't – I never really like fancy the late night aspect of the television, but I do remember Ch- Chelsea Handler being very problematic. Not problematic. I don't think she ever got canceled for her show, but like it was just like that weird. I feel like at on, on late night the humor was just very stupid, and so it just was never for me. But I do see why you were interested because it was a market that needed to be filled of a black woman hosting a yeah. late night show. And I think there's, I mean, there still is a market. It's like, there's Fully. like, there shouldn't you know just I mean? be like, one person, like one woman, one black like woman hosting fucking one show. Five, right. There's like five or six, like, I don't white know, men. there's a shit ton of fucking white <laughs> men that are like, can I just say also, Jimmy Fallon as a late night host makes me very uncomfortable, which I, and, and I don't like how he hosts. Like it, he's kind of like, it's just certain, he'll laugh at shit that's like not funny. Or, like, a guest, he'll, like, do things that are just, like, over the top that's just, like, unnecessary in the moment. Mm-hmm. And there are certain of, some of his jokes that I'm just, like, I just feel are, like, really corny and not in mm-hmm. a good way. And so, I don't know. I, and then, like, and then you see him, like, I've seen him in, like, an interview, like, being interviewed. And he's, like, not like that at all. Like, his humor, his actual sense of humor is a lot darker. He is a lot more relaxed. He's a lot more chill than he is on his show, which is, like. I was like, why don't you do that? Like, I would prefer that than, like, what the fuck you do here. Which is why, like, maybe I prefer... Uh, anyways, I'm not talking about these white men. <laughs> not in Black History Month. Let me shut up. <laughs> not on my watch. 
no, I'm going to stop that. Anyways, let's go back to talking about black people and success. But yeah, I said, obviously, I think Beyonce just like, she's fucking Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce is that top tier bitch who like, when you think about successful black women in particular, um, Beyonce is obviously top of the fucking list, bitch. It's just she's so smart with her shit. Like she's yeah. she's not just especially like, like nowadays Beyonce where it's like she's very pro black and she's like yeah. very like intentional about the content she puts out yeah and the demographic and the audience that she's trying to really speak to. Mm-hmm. So during my stand days, when it comes to Beyonce, I just like worship the ground that she walked on, but like. The older I get, like, the more I'm, like, it's just so many more things that you realize, like, as, like, who Beyonce is as a woman, who she is as an artist, like, what she's done. Like, the fact that, I don't know, like, it's just, it's very, it's just very well thought out. Like, everything, there's a meaning, there's intention, there is, like, research that's been done. There are certain things that we didn't even peep until, like, people, other people, like, break down the shit. Like, the way that people broke down uh, Black is King I was like, the amount of research, or maybe just shit that they just have. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know what Beyonce and Jay-Z have. But, like, that shit was so well thought out. Like, she did an... It was just such... It was just... Salim, correct me if I'm wrong, but Beyonce is a Virgo, right? She definitely is. That makes sense. Yeah, she definitely is. She is definitely a perfectionist. Like, and especially a perfectionist when it comes to her art. I mean, I don't know how the fuck she is as a person. But, like... Yeah, I, I fully see that. She's apparently really, I mean, she's, I don't think she's, obviously she's in her, she's a grown woman now, but I don't think she's as shy as she used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, But she was a lot more reserved at the time. She was a lot more quiet when she was younger. I think now she's just like, she's fucking Beyonce. So I feel like the way everybody moves around her is just very, very different. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, she be to herself. She come out and put her shit out when she feel like it. I love the fact that Beyonce has made the decision to be like, I will do an interview with you chittling ass bitches when I want to. Like, I love that she, like, I love that she's very that girl. And, like, the thing is, is Beyonce used to do so many interviews. But, like, these niggas is mad disrespectful. Like, the questions that they would ask her. But I feel like... like Time back to the point because Beyonce has reached that level of success, keyword there, yep. she's able to make those calls now. <laughs> and so she don't have to take any interview anymore. Like, why would Beyonce yeah. just go on an interview for no fucking reason if she don't have to? And so it's all she literally, she created, and this is this is actually what what I think is really interesting. She created her own lane and her own definition of success because, like, a lot of people like compare her and Beyonce. Um, they compare her and Michael Jackson. the The major comparison is like Beyonce's success or her fandom, her like level. You don't you don't hear this. So I'm not a I'm not a Beehive member. You don't have to be a Beehive. It's just like a general like bl- like black conversation. I there's more in depth things that I know Beehive wise, but there is a comparison that people do of Michael no? and Beyonce. Yes. You because she's like stated like basically her entire career how much she's 
so influenced by Michael. Like a lot of stuff when you, I guess that that's more in detail, like the stand, Beyonce stand stuff that like that she does. That's like very resembles things that Michael did like during his concerts and shit. But like there is, there's a, no. Okay. Those who have <laughs> say it in the comments, tweet at me, comment on our fucking, listen, comment in our fucking Instagram post, whatever. Have y'all heard about the comparison between Michael Jackson and Beyonce? I'm thinking because I'm like, is Beyonce on Michael Jackson level to me? I don't know. I mean, I don't, personally, I'm, it I'm, might be different. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm like, part of me is like, why wouldn't she be? But then a part of me is like, is she? And it's it's not to be shady, but it's more like Michael Jackson did so fucking much, like so much, like globally. And not to say that Beyonce didn't, because she obviously is. But I'm just like, damn, like I like I don't know. I have to think about it. I feel like I feel like because of the time. I feel like we also have to talk about like the time yeah. of age that it was. Like it was a different generation. It's a I'm very saying, like different generation and era. Um, mm-hmm. but I think. I, I don't think that she's just... But also, I'm biased. So, like, there's that right. fucking too. I'm very like fucking biased. Michael Jackson being a very successful bl- black man. You know what? I watched the video of him. Um, ugh, Like, he was talking about his vitiligo. And he was just like... Somebody asked him. They were like, do you... An interview asked him and said, do you not want to be black? Do you hate your blackness? Like, some, something along the lines of that. And he was just, Mm -hmm. he was very upset about it because he was like, no, he was like, I am black. I am proud of being black. He's like, I just have this. And his, I didn't realize like, I feel like because I grew up, I was younger when people were talking about it and having the conversation Mm -hmm. about his skin. Um, But people were, he was just like, I have this extreme, my, the vitiligo that I have is so extreme. And like, it was, they were showing pictures, but like, I didn't realize like, it's full patches of like his vitiligo that was completely Mm -hmm. like you could see like his skin from what he was born with to like where the vitiligo like was spreading all over his chest like all over his face i didn't know it was like that extreme but no like he just he he, i didn't realize it i guess it does like as a black person where people if people says people say like oh do you hate your blackness he's like no i love my people i love being black and anyways but go ahead no i'm just saying that like um I feel like kids born today is still going to know Michael Jackson, even though he's long gone. R.I.P. to King. Um, but I like I feel like Beyonce will have, has that same impact. Like kids born today will be like, oh, that's Beyonce. Oh, that's Beyonce music or whatever, whatever. But I just don't know if it would be like played in the household the same way that like Michael Jackson is at everybody's party mm-hmm. like just being streamed just like constantly you know what I'm saying but I feel like Beyonce does but does it like I don't it's, she does I think there's always like you know like I feel like, like it's a when I go to vibe. I agree but I also feel like I mean to us like the thing is is for me growing up like and when I would go to cookouts or when I go to people's friends cookouts or whatever like Michael would be played because that's part of the fucking playlist like Michael's is always going to be part of the playlist but like Beyonce is also part of the playlist as well I feel like I feel like the because we grew up with like an older generation that's like duh it's Michael but also like we have our generation where we're not all like 
parents and like you know what I mean but I think that yeah. we definitely we know more Beyonce <laughs> so songs like, we like, I don't know about y'all but I don't know about y'all are going, <laughs> are going to, to the, <laughs> the art way to fire that Beyonce oh, did fuck y'all are talking <laughs> I just think, I just, I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like, why would Beyonce not be a part of your playlist? It's fucking, it's Beyonce. Like, I don't understand. To me, but again, as I've stated, I am very biased. So, that's what you come, I'm not coming from a fair ground. I won't. I mean, if you are watching us, you can see I've changed my photo to the queen. <laughs> that's an actual signed, I swear to God, that's an actual signed um, thing from Beyonce. I believe you wholeheartedly. It is. Anyways. But yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I, I, the only reason why I say that is because like after going to, I think like watching Michael concerts and then watching for me, the reason why I say they're on the same level, but like maybe it's just like the impact within the fans. Cause like when I go to a Michael, when I saw Michael concerts, it was like having, you needed to have ambulances on the side because people would just see him he would just come out and stand there and like people would faint so people have to be like or they just i don't know some crazy shit would happen and they'd have to be taken to the hospital and then when i went to more recent like more recent beyonce concerts same thing same thing like fallout That's fallout funny. laid out hospital like immediately have to get into the ambulance like and so that's wow. that I think because I I've seen that in person like if you haven't been to a Beyonce concert if you can and if she goes back on tour fucking do it it is worth everything that is promo selling anyways let's keep talking about <laughs> black people and success she just is so big like how she's so big a part of she's such a big part of my life but also like I said Michelle Obama was also a very big thing for me um my obviously camp. Oprah queen she's just so like she's so good i there's one thing i don't agree with her on though when she say when they go low we get hot we go high mm-hmm. i was like but I was to your you. point so like we have a we have a point on our little google doc that says black people versus white people success i feel like michelle was Speak speaking on, on that that's all I had to say. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Michelle, when she said that she was speaking from that part of it of like black people have to, and I, I will say have to at a certain degree, censor themselves or like alter themselves in a way to fit in to get to that level. Like once yeah. you get there, you could you could do whatever the fuck you want. But to get there, you have to like play play. Play, play by the rules basically go and so high. i feel like when she when she was like when they go low we go high she meant like to get to this fucking the seat at the fucking table bitch play by that. the rules and, yeah. I agree. and i feel like that's I that's that. what and so i don't like i get it and i like i agree and i don't agree like i feel like bitch, well i'll just make my own fucking table if i'm not work- welcomed here but if you're trying to get to a certain certain fucking table bitch you gotta it's so Do the hard. shit, you know. It's. I think what the thing is is like as black people, like living in a world dominated by, uh, by the Caucasians, like, <laughs> like you just 
it's so exhausting because you do it every single day. And then like the fact that it's like, oh, if you want to get a seat at the table, you definitely have to do it. You like really have to go high. And it's like, I just be existing and going shopping and just getting my fucking groceries and I have to go high. Because right. white people just be white people. And you know what I mean? Like right. I go to a fucking if I go to Target and like all of a sudden a white woman just if she wants to start some shit with me, she can. And I have to right. go high. And I was just trying to get some fucking tampons. You know what I mean? Like it just it's very, very different. And I also think that the way that black people view success and the way that white people view success are very fucking different. Yeah, because I don't the, even like oh go ahead. No, go ahead. I was about to say, I don't even know how they view it. I don't, I'm confused. Like, what to mediocre. them, like, what is that? Fully, I'm like, is it it's just your granddaddy having, like, all these properties? Because, like, I don't, I feel like they're, they have to work so much less to get to these places of right. power that, like, to them, it's like, oh, success is, I feel like to them, success just comes as part of the process. But for yeah. us, it's very, we have to be very mindful and intentional and very, like, determined to get yeah. somewhere. And your actions is going to reflect that. But for them, it's just like, oh, yeah, like, if I just follow my daddy's lead, obviously I'm going to be successful. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, very, yeah. like, nonchalant in a way that they have to even, like, go about it. And it's yeah. so, and so I'm like, what, so at what point are you, like, I made it, so to speak, because I feel like black people have that have that sense of like, okay, I made it if I get to this point. If I and to be lately honest, some people just like if I buy a house, I made it. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm living comfortably, I made it. Or if I'm like if I own my own car, living like living in an apartment, like I'm able to support myself, I made it. And that's like that's the cap for them, and that's all they want because so many people before them did not could not get that could yeah. not obtain that without some type of assistance or whatever whatever but with white white people i feel like i don't know what their i made it point is like what yeah. does that look like for them or even like and i'll say this even to white people that are like i have to um, when they're like i have to work hard too like i put in the work too and i'm like yeah, but then when you're – but what I'm what we're saying is, is that when you're in that space, especially because the whole world is dominated by white people, you are favored. So you're – you can give bare minimum, like, mediocre work. So if you're working in a, in a company that – I mean, I feel like in general a lot of companies where it's very white-dominated and a lot of places that we have to work are white-owned and white-dominated, you will be chosen before a black person. You'll be That's, favored. You're favored. Yeah, and not only that, I feel like when white people be like, well, we work hard, we, like, have to pay bills, we have to go to work every every day, nine to five, but you was probably raised in a household, in a, in a house, like, in, like, you, like, the American mm. dream is very real, and it's a thing that, like, all these white people have white picket fence, you are, you raise your kids in, like, four-bedroom homes, and, like, that's the norm like you're going to yeah. college and when you come that's back average. on vacation you're going to you're going inside a house like your parents you're having you're living in a double income household or not or if a single income it's just your dad again you don't have and to worry about the bills to take care of the whole family right and so it's like i don't think they get the concept of like <laughs> how how much harder yeah. black people have to 
work to get to their level because to them it's just so like well I don't understand like if we could do this why can't you mama history did you see oh no I'm sorry (laughs) and I I remember they don't teach y'all they don't teach y'all race theory fully and so like on an individual level it's like okay yes we're at the same college we're taking the same classes we're doing the same work but at the end of the day if you need money to buy a textbook you can probably call home and get that money if I need money to buy that same textbook and I don't and I can't get it, I can't call home, I can't work for it, mama, I have to not I don't have that textbook. There's no way for me to get that textbook. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference that I don't that I think they don't understand. Or when they say, especially and this is a very huge argument that they make when it comes to higher education, when they're like, um, they have scholarships for minorities. And I just think that that's unfair. I just think it's so unfair that for black people or POC people, I don't, they don't even say POC people. They just fucking <laughs> like when they say shit like that and they're like, oh, like they, that's just, that's unfair to our kids. I'm like, you stupid whore. You sound so dumb and you sa- you're just fucking loud and wrong. Like it's, it's infuriating because it's like, here's the, here's the offensive part. The, this is the, the reality. The fact that the university has to implement allowing minorities to come in just to even the playing field out just so that they don't get literally like lawsuits on the fact that this school doesn't have enough minorities. Like they do that to have enough minorities because it is white dominated. You stupid bitch. Sorry. I really fucking hate that argument that they think they, they make. Because I've been to universities, especially there are like universities in Washington, D.C. that are beyond fucking racist that are like and the universities are like, I mean, we also accept minorities. And let me let me let me take these photos of all of the minorities and let's put them on the face of our of our program and and and, and distribute that bullshit. Bitch, like, what the fuck are you talking? It's not fair. It's just, it's not fair. Suck my dick. Like, it's just infuriating. Like, it's, ugh, 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 ugh. Because you don't know the experience or the level that Black people have to to get to, to gain a level of success. Or even to the point where they get to your level, if they even equate to you, you go, well, we're both here working hard. Bitch, the road that a Black person had to get to get to where you're at is very different than your experience. So right. that's what I also don't like. You fucking diminish a Black person's experience and story because you don't fucking know. You don't know shit. So don't say like you know shit. Fully. It's just, it's, it's just the, the, the experiences are very different and... Oh girl, that shit raised my blood pressure. Cause I'm so I'm when it you know like how I feel about education. It's a huge thing for me. Like yeah, and education nine times out of ten is the main reason why people are successful regardless of your race. Like black people never. like to be a successful lawyer, you have to go to law school. Like yeah. and so like it's child. I feel like we can we can go. No, on we can and talk about, about this rent. for. Yeah. I think education is very much so. It very much so goes hand in hand with what success is. And also, mm-hmm. I'll say this. I think I don't know if I've shared the story before, but like, um, so like if you know me, like I I substitute. Uh, I work with high schoolers, and I remember like being a long term sub for um a ninth grade class, and 
it was just standard English, which is like, quote unquote, like, this is how they do it. And I don't like that the education system does that. But like the quote unquote, lower version of learning your English or learning English. And um, I the majority of the class were black and POC kids. Which is sus already because I've have my experiences to me being put into into that class, um, and because they are in that class, the teachers. When I tell you, they were like, they would tell me like, okay, this is a rough bunch. Okay, maybe, and I've also been told like, okay, you know, you might actually, um, you might actually get through to them. And I was like, why? Why do you think I? You think why do you think I would? in particular, get through, through to them. And they were like, yeah, no, I mean, because you're black and, you know, most of the kids in the class are, are black as well. And I was like, or I'll just fucking listen to them and be a good fucking teacher. Right. But when I worked with them, like, the kids were telling, I mean, the having, like, a ninth grader tell me, it was a black kid and he was just like, he was like, I was like, you guys are smart. You can, you can, we can do this. Our brains work the same. And he was like, no, I'm not. Like, these black kids and the POC kids were like, we are not smart. We don't know shit. We're not good at school. We're not good enough. These teachers treat us like fucking shit. They don't even try to attempt. They just allow us to fail. Like, they literally do that. It's implemented into the fucking system for black and POC people to fail and not thrive and not be successful. It starts from childhood. And if you tell a kid that his whole entire education career, what do you think he's going to fucking do? He's not going like his he's not going to aim for success. Right. Or create his own definition of what success is. <sighs> it's very, it's a very personal, like when it comes to school and just talking about the education system, it's very deep for me. Where are you at, Alexis? I'm right here. Can you see me? <laughs> I can see you. I just, where, <laughs> you're reading something and I was like, where'd you go? <laughs> yeah, because I was trying to see uh, my, my Google Doc went away. <laughs> <laughs> She said, bitch, I was trying to be professional and you called me out. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? My screen switched. Oh my god. I don't know. You know, well, and then you know I always have trouble accessing these things. I know. You are very not tech savvy. <laughs> okay, well, let's say this. Let's go into this. Well, how do you view success now? Um, I feel like it's still pretty much the same as how I felt like I viewed it as a child. Like money plays a big part in it. Um, but just like I feel like popularity, not necessarily popularity, but like um how else can you say this? I guess popularity, like how worldwide are you known? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know if I forget the word or whatever. Internationally like, known. Right, the microphone. Are you like? I feel like like Michael Jackson is obviously very successful because everybody knows who fucking Michael Jackson is. Oprah, another example. Beyonce, another example. Um, but those people also have the benefit of being very rich, um, very talented, very smart individuals. And so I feel like money, education, and talent and um access plays all like the main points of being successful i agree but i also i say this to me success is i feel like success is whatever i'm trying to explain it because success is different as i did i define it differently now like it means something different 
I remember like being like, I have to be on Oprah or Beyonce's level and that's success to me. But like, I also think, I think that when I've met so many people who, like meeting so many people in Baltimore City changed my life. Like meeting the people from Baltimore City changed my entire life. I also hate the fact that Baltimore has this incredibly negative reputation and like the type of people that are there has this negative reputation and I really don't fuck with it um, because the people that are there are fucking amazing. But I think that it's whatever you believe. I guess it's like whatever you believe in or whatever is driving you every fucking day to get up and like whatever is driving you and feeling like you have a purpose and whatever. And if you feel like, okay, I've accomplished this purpose and I'm living in my purpose and I'm living in what I believe I should be doing to you, that to me, that's success and to whatever it is that you want to accomplish. Because I've seen so many people, when I say this, I mean like I've met people in Baltimore City who grew up and were raised there and they were like, all I want to do literally is make my city better so they like do these like they just focus on their communities and that's all they care about they don't like they're like i'm not trying to if i have money coming in to help me fund this and help me create these organizations and create these events for people to come and join and be a part of and that is my purpose and that is my drive to me i think that that's success because yeah whatever people live in and whatever people do and however people see it or whatever I don't know. To me, I think that to me that's what success is. Because for and also for me, like growing up, I always was like, I just gotta be like famous. Because like I always wanted to be an actress, and like I wanted right. to do that. Like I want to do all this shit. So that's the only vision of success that I had. But the older that I got, and the more people that I met, I was just like, no, like honestly, success would be like for me now. If I was okay, buying a house is success to me. Owning, because like I'm owning land, I'm owning property. If I can do that, that's successful. Um, having a house with a podcast room, I really want to do that. Like I want to be able to like also just trap, like have money is a very big part of this in the sense of feeling like stable and like I can afford to take care of everything. So I think for me, it's also just like whatever is going to make you happy. And when you feel like I am good where I'm at, I have the money if I want to travel. I'm happy with whoever I'm with. I'm happy with the support system and the family and friends that I have. I can create my shit. Like creating your world that doesn't, you know, that makes whatever, whatever is is good to you. That's where where at least my definition of success is. Yeah, and honestly, like um, there is like, obviously, if you want to be on Beyonce's level, you have to be... You have to, like, work to get there. Like, you know, like, it's not going to be easy, but, like, that's nothing. The road to get there doesn't necessarily mean that you're not successful. Um, I feel like there is diff- different levels to it. I feel like there's successful just, like, artists, like, drag queens, like, music yeah. artists, like, like actual literal, like, um, um, what the fuck? Why can't I think about people who write a book? What is that called? Authors? Authors. <laughs> What's that thing when, like, the people, when they, like, write books and shit, what are they called? <laughs> no, like, like different, just, like, different categories to it. But, yeah. like, just because you're not at Beyonce's level does not mean that you're not successful. Because, like, someone, like, for instance, Ocean Kelly, I feel like Ocean Kelly is very successful. successful. And he's on the path to yeah. get even bigger but I would not like be like, oh, because he's not on X, Y, and Z level. 
Ocean Kelly is not. I've you know like I, I don't I know if I'm making sense, but like yeah, you are. Um, or drag queens, for instance, like if a drag queen can pay their own bills doing drag alone, that is a, like that's, that's successful. Like that is a goal that like most of them have, like with or without the the help of Drag Race. Like, girl, mama, like you, that is you know like the there because and this is another thing. It's like a lot of the fans in that fandom or in that fan base. Like I remember. <laughs> What was it? When did oh I think Ben de la Creme was saying like because remember when she decided to just leave All Stars three yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> like apparently she was saying that people would ask like oh so what are you gonna do now and she was like be a fucking drag queen like <laughs> right and I what just I, I think that do? like with queer people and queer people of color in particular like it is even it's hard to like obtain that level of success in what you want to do um because you want it what, what you want to do is necessarily what you go anyway you no you <laughs> yes commit bitch commit <laughs> but it's um, not necessarily what you're going to do but but i feel like it's so hard for like queer artists to get ahead or to get like they're flitting into something because we have so many things like against us but like i feel like those small victories of like girl i was able to pay a bill this month on gigs alone that's a success story to me like that is you know like that is like something like that is like you gotta count the small wins too like we're we're all not gonna be rupaul we all not gonna be like beyonce oprah whoever the fuck else like but there is victories along the way and that shouldn't be the only goals. Like, that shouldn't be the only, like, being famous and, like, wealthy shouldn't be our only goals. I think that Absolutely. ensuring that you're able to be stable and you're comfortable and you're healthy and you're safe and you're okay and you're able to thrive and be great in everything that you want to do. Like, girl, yes, like, do that. Like, do all of that. Like, I want to, I dead ass to me, my successful life is, um, like, having, a sustainable job as like a comms manager um in you know tech field fashion whatever and then um being able to do this awesome podcast with you um like owning my own like properties and like land is another thing i really really want to do i want to be better with my money that's success to me um and going on trips with like my peoples like let's Listen, I want to make enough money. I'm not talking about wealth, but like enough money for us to like rent a boat. (laughs) Rent, not buy, rent. Uh, Rent a boat and like just go out like and just chill in the sea and have a good time, have drinks, like just enjoying life. Like to me, that's success. Isn't that? No, fully. And like, I feel like my level of success is like very boring. (laughs) Girl, this put me into a, put me in a nice house. With cable, I'm good. And some cable Wi-Fi. Really good Wi-Fi. Really good good internet. We need great internet. Yeah, that's <laughs> like my definition of success too. But I wanted to bring up, because I so uh, there's a few, I guess, there are so many successful black people. Just so 100%. many. It's like, and it, it just makes me so proud. But I don't know. I, I found a couple of these that I just want to you know shout out because this is our last episode for black history month because they wanted to make it the shortest month of the year but whatever we're still celebrating all year long okay this is what we're doing but obviously we shout out out uh beyonce i also (sighs) ruby bridges we want to make that shout out but like if you don't know who ruby bridges is she is 
the she I forgot where it was, but she was the first black girl to enter into a segregated school. Um, <laughs> I just think it's really interesting that all of these uh, whites want to say that we shouldn't teach critical race theory. And somebody made a very good point on TikTok and they said, y'all don't want that because you will be in the textbook. You're older you, than Ruby. You Bridges. will see your granddaddy. Yes. You not even your grand. You might see your daddy because niggas is old. You know how old Biden is. This nigga's about to be yes. eighty. You would. He was there. <laughs> like he knew what the fuck was going on. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like they was there yelling at her, like spitting, like th- fucking disgusting. But. Definitely that. I think that's absolutely. Like, and I will say that, it, like, uh, we're just gonna make point of these people, but like, do your own research. Like, if you don't do know your who own research, are, yeah. obviously look them up and um, do your respects to these these amazing people who contributed to Black history and given myself and everybody else the freedoms that we do have today. Um, yeah. So go ahead, Sally. That's all. That's all. No, and I completely agree. Um, another person I wanted to bring up was James Baldwin. James Baldwin, I feel like a lot of people don't know. Uh, so obviously he is an activist. He is he's a black activist. Um, he is also queer, and I don't think I didn't know that, and I was like gagged because I've known about James Baldwin, but he is queer. Um, so shout out to James Baldwin. He's a novelist. Um, and is just so talented. And if you watch, he has interview. Girl, I didn't realize, like, how much, like, black history I sit and I just do by myself. I just watch. I learn. That's how you have to do it. By myself. Like, they didn't, they lied to me in in school, so. Um, Also, the OG before Rosa Parks, the actual person who should have been identified was Claudette Coven. Shout out to her for saying, fuck you. I'm not getting the fuck up off this bus. And um, I'm going to sit where I fucking want to sit because... Mm -hmm. So the whole, and if you don't know, um, I just kind of want to give this out, but like the reason, the reason why Claudette Coven wasn't recognized as Rosa Parks was, is I, I mean, there's just a list of reasons, but basically the NAACP were like, well, she is part of us. She's also light skin. She also has softer hair texture and they felt like she would be more, they like the media would take her more seriously or society would be like, oh yeah, that's fucked up. We're going to. So, like, Rosa Parks was, like, her name was, like, pushed out there. But Claudette Coven was a darker-skinned black woman. And they were, like, sucks. Fully. And paid her dust. Um, and but then, shout out to Rosa and Martin, too. But shout out to them as well, yes, because they fucking <laughs> fought for us. Bitch, listen. No, she was, like, no, no, she was, like, out these, like, <laughs> these people. Icons. <laughs> Shout out, Ayo Martin Luther King. Shout out to you, Ayo Rosa Parks. Shout out, shout out. You want to know why? Because she said, "Nah." Oh, why would we like this? What? You don't want to know who else? Shout out to Shajona. What? How do you say her name? Shijo- no, Sojourner. Sojourner Truth. Truth. Thank you. Sorry, um, you know I can't speak English. I don't know why you got me. You on know here. what? It, I didn't even. You want to? <laughs> You want to know what the thing is, bitch? I didn't even... English is not my first language. <laughs> well, I learned two languages at the same time. It is not my, not my first <laughs> language. I st- Girl. But uh, Sojourner Truth, I feel like I'm still butchering her name. Uh, black feminist, uh, black activist. 
she told you when I tell you I have a very difficult relationship with uh, feminism and feminists um, because where black women are not identified in that and they never have been. And Sojourner Truth was the woman who was a black woman who was like telling these white feminists who were like, we need the right to vote and we need to fight for ourselves. And Sojourner Truth was like, for just white women. And they were like, well, yeah. And she was like, yeah, that's fucked up. And then called them out on their shit. So there's that. And then, of course, our today age is, I don't know, like, I think Serena Williams has gone through so much because tennis is so racist. And, like, that whole field is so racist. Yeah. Um, shout out to Kobe Bryant. RIP, we miss you. Um, shout out to Nipsey Hussle. RIP, we miss you. Just, just like, just naming some people. Like, obviously, these are not the millions of... Uh, iconic incredible like black people like now i'm about to just start riffing now i'm like janet jackson obviously michael the jackson five like fucking everyone like oh and then here's i'll say this the up-and-coming uh black artists i'm so proud of yeah like seeing doja they're doing it i there's so much more to like i think that a lot of people just know her as like I feel like because she more so blew up during COVID, a lot of people, there was the controversy that happened in 2020 with her. And I feel like people know her for that. Uh, But also, I don't feel like people pay attention to the shit that she's actually like trying to do as like a black woman today. Like she's our age. Shout out to Doja because I I see Amala. I see you. I see you and I see the crime. A crush on Doja Cat, but. great talent like i just love i love i love and i always have i've loved like just powerful women that are that sit in their truth and they are and if you're talented like that shit just takes it to another level because i'm like your craft like i just i love it so i live for doja i can't wait to go to see her i can't wait to go to her concert Period. i can't wait to go to her concert but yeah well, do you have anything else to add about success, Alexis? No. <laughs> I just want y'all to know that this is this is a very I've I've when I would ask Alexis something, it's just very she'll just say like yes or no. Me, I explain myself, and I'm trying to get out of that habit of trying. My to- mother, my mother has a huge problem with that as well. Trying to explain herself. No, no, no. When I answer her very blatant, blatantly, yes or no, and she like, that's all you're going to say? Yes. But you're also... You ask, you're... If you ask me a yes or no question, and I answer it yes or no, why do you want more? Anyway, I feel like we have to... We have to. <laughs> that's solid. Well, <laughs> happy, happy Black History Month, everyone. We hope you enjoyed our little Black series. Um, well, we course... went through a lot this month. <laughs> we went through Girl. a lot. I feel like also the whites are try have tried us this month. The the, the entirety of the fucking month. Like, we didn't get, catch so a break this fucking month. It was just like one, two, one, two, one, two. Like y'all getting this shit fucked up. I'm like, all right. Okay, cool. Thanks. Awesome. Anyways, black people are going to continue to be great. Continue to support us because hi, hello. We are highly melanated people um yeah all that fun stuff subscribe like comment share 
Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Join us on Twitter Spaces if you really love Drag Race and want to have a place where you feel safe and having a conversation of that. I love that we've created that uh, corner of the internet as well. Um, that um, I host with Ange, who is obviously Alexis's beautiful girlfriend. My sugar mama. <laughs> but yeah, well, thank y'all for uh, for tuning in and happy Black History Month. And we hope you Blacks just successfully thrive. You Blacks, that was weird. That sounded fucking weird to me. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> happy Black History Month. I'm not going to continue on. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>